This is Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance from CFG Wealth Management. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Travis provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance. Good morning and welcome back to another show of Navigating Your Retirement with your host, Travis Chance from CFG Wealth Management. Folks, as always, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, give us a call 877-269-0839. That's 877-269-0839. Joining us this morning, I I have a big surprise for you folks. He is the man. He is the myth. He is the legend. He's Tony Shore. Ooh, me? Oh man, that's <laughs> Travis. That's quite the introduction. Uh, well, you know. you look like you were kind of kind of uh, kind of dazed for just a second. So I figured that <laughs> I figured that would snap you back real quick. You're like, oh wait a minute, who who? I like, looked who, behind me. Who do we have I coming thought, in? I thought maybe there was somebody standing behind me. Yeah, you were like, um, he's giving, he's throwing me a flyer. Yeah, exactly. No, I'm I'm great. Thanks for having me on the show once again, Travis. Uh, this is always a lot of fun hanging out with you each week and. Uh, I know you always bring some interesting topics uh, to talk about, but first, how are you doing? That's the important question. How's everything going there, Tony? I am I am blessed and highly favored. Uh, I cannot awesome. I cannot complain. Uh, I well I could I, mean, I guess we all could, but why would you? Uh, the The weather in our area, obviously, we we actually got some rain. And holy cow, that is that has been terrific. Um, I was really really worried about our area, but uh, but uh, we got blessed with some some good rain, two or three inches of rain. Weather's cooling off. We got fall in the air. You know, football seasons in 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 rare form. We've already had some good upsets in college football this year. NFL's been good. So um, the only thing that hasn't been really good is uh, is Georgia uh, sports. But uh, other than that, everything else is good. Wow. Well, yeah. Yeah. Bra- yeah Braves lost. Braves yeah. lost. Uh, uh, UGA lost to South Carolina. The Falcons. Uh, uh, I really don't yeah. even know what to say about the Falcons. Yeah. I mean, it's their just, season is maybe over. Yeah, so. I, you could say that. You could probably say that. I would say their head coach is probably uh, he. He's coming to the end of his tenure. Which I mean, I don't know. <laughs> you know. Uh, don't get me wrong. I I know everybody jumps on, you know, the head coach and, you know, of course he has a tremendous amount to do with it, but at the end of the day, how can, how can he force a receiver to catch a ball? How can he, you know, force a, run, a right. running back not to fumble the ball? How can he force a defensive end to make a tackle? I mean, yeah. at some point they've got to perform as well, right? Yeah, they do. Yeah. So, you know, but yes, he's he's the figurehead, and he's gonna get he's gonna get the axe. So, uh, I, I believe now. Who knows? I mean, you, you well, never yeah, know. you never know. But yeah, looks that way. Well, uh, otherwise, other than Georgia sports, things are going good uh, for both you and I, and that's a good thing. And I hope our listeners are doing well as as well, uh, doing good as well. So, uh, what are we talking about today? What's uh, what's the topic du jour? You know, one of the things that we had a, a show on a while back, and and I was going back through some of my notes and and going back through some of our shows, 
It was a show called Retirement by the Numbers. And we talked about, you know, distribution planning and we talked about, you know, the safe withdrawal rate or, or, or at least putting that in perspective to to someone's individual retirement plan. You know, how much can I withdraw, you know, uh, you know, based on my assets, based on the longevity I'm, I'm anticipating market volatility, et cetera. What's my safe number? Is it 3%? Is it 4%? Is it 5 So I was actually looking for just some some crazy statistics for my classes that I teach. And uh, we actually just got done teaching one over in Beaufort. We've got one coming up actually at the, the White Bluff campus in Savannah at Savannah Tech. Uh, that's going to be, I believe in two weeks, a week and a half, two weeks. So I was looking for some, some statistics because I like to, I like to see if, you know, if, if whenever I bring these up, what, what the reaction is that I get with students, because a lot of times, you know, we never think anything's going to happen to us, right? We, we know that things happen, but it's always going to happen to other people. Or my favorite, my favorite reaction Tony is whenever I start talking about social security and almost every single person wants to go ahead and draw it as soon as possible. Yeah. Because seems that way. Yeah. Because they're like, uh, I'm, you know, if I, if I pass away, I'm not leaving all that money to somebody, you know, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and take it. And I was like, so you're worried about not living long enough. Yes. And then I ask about, you know, well, what are you going to do whenever you leave your assets to your kids, your grandkids, whomever? And they're like, well, I'm not worried about that because, you know, I'm in good health. I'm like, okay, so let me get this straight. If I ask you about social security, you're going to die tomorrow. If I ask you about who you're going to leave your assets to, you're going to live forever. Somewhere in there, you're going to be wrong. I don't know which one it is, but I don't think you're going to be right on both of those. So, uh, I thought it was kind of interesting. I wanted to talk about some of the some of the statistics that I feel like are pretty pretty wacky, pretty crazy um, that I think are sometimes overlooked. So you know, retirement well, that should be fun. Yeah, retirement facts and stats that we overlook. So sure. So that's uh, that's where we we want to go first. So let let's Tony let's let's bring up a few. Let me let me start off with Social Security. Um, one of the statistics that I read recently, and uh, some of this came from from a website called The Motley Fool. It was talking about Social Security and when people retire. And you know most people anticipate retiring at sixty five, sixty six, etc. But the average retirement age was actually recently sixty three. Just a what? just a few years ago, it was sixty three years old. So you know, hmm. just keep in mind that whenever you're planning for things like Social Security, uh, you have to understand if you take your Social Security early, you're giving up a tremendous amount because every year that you take it early, you're taking a haircut. And that's about an 8% average decrease. So if you take it at 65 and your full retirement age is 66, Tony, do you get 100%? No, you get no. 92. And, yeah. and you keep reducing that for each year. And, and Tony, I so just... So 62, you only get like 75% yeah, of your actual I, Yeah, I, and, and I think that's just really important to understand, guys. And, and ladies and gentlemen, you are giving up a a lifetime income source that, you know, no matter, and, and this is, this is a, an opinion. And I actually had a debate with a, with a, a young lady about uh, legislative and governmental risk because uh, she was like, well, how do I know that the government's going to honor its word? And I was like, well, uh, on social security, they have, 
you know, they've they've said Social Security's been on life support since the early eighties, late seventies, early eighties. Yep. It's still here. 50, 40, 50 years later, right? Yeah. I yeah. mean, they what, keep making changes. They're going to make correct, changes correct. to it but, to, to keep it solvent. That's but all. what they did, if you recall, was uh, obviously went from 65 to 66, then to 66 yep. in two months, four months, six months. So uh, this is not going to be, in my opinion, I don't think something that they're not willing to grab the third rail of politics, so to speak. And my opinion, attack those that are currently on social security or i would say anyone who's actually 55 and over i, I think number that, one it's too big of a voting block yeah i mean absolutely <laughs> yeah you got ten thousand baby boomers a day aging into retirement age that's not going to happen but yeah. uh, the reason that i bring up and i think that's that's really important to think about the average age it's because the average monthly benefit is just shy of fourteen hundred dollars did you know that uh, the, no, the I average benefit being paid right now is just shy of fourteen hundred bucks. Wow! And if you if you think about it, it makes a lot of sense. It's because most most people, uh, you know, Social Security is based on a replacement rate. So most people are going to get their Social Security, and you know, if they've got their forty working quarters, they've got their thirty years in, they're going to get a probably a pretty decent Social Security. But if you know, if your Social Security was going to be say fifteen, sixteen, seventeen hundred bucks a month, well, if you're giving up twenty five percent of it, that I mean, does that make does that make sense? That's that's pretty. That's pretty indicative of where we are is is yeah. we don't understand that by also letting that continue to grow, that's also giving us a higher base or standard of income. Most people are just like, well, I'm going to go ahead and take it because, you know, hey, uh, if I take it early, I'm going to get more money. I, I don't think that's the case for most people. But, hey, what do I know? And it grows um, at a pretty good rate. But let's go back to the, the original stat, though. Um, uh, I just I that blew me away because. Um, uh, I thought most people retire at age 65 or older, but uh, knowing the average retirement age is 63 still with people living longer, and I thought working longer, that did surprise me. Well, think about it. Uh, it it's actually pretty scary because the – trying to – let me find the stat real quick. Okay, so I thought this was interesting, Tony. If, if you are retiring and – what is it uh, – one in 10 people, according right now, one in 10 will live past age 95. One, wow. in, one in four that are 65-year-old today will live past 90. So if you retire at 63 and you're going to be potentially needing income for 27 to 32 years, do you see why I'm I'm putting such wow. emphasis on making sure that you get the income source that is probably going to be the only guaranteed income source people have? Do you see why that needs to be as high as possible? It's not because yeah. I don't want you to enjoy it earlier on in your retirement. It's not that I, I want you to, to, to miss out on something. We just don't know when, God forbid, you're going to pass. And unfortunately, I have not met anyone with an expiration date on their birth certificate. Uh, there may be someone out there. I just haven't found it yet. So if you don't know exactly the day and time and the hour you're going to pass, how do you know that what you're doing is right? You don't. 
you know, and I hear people every day talk about, oh, well, you know, um, I don't think that'll apply to me because, you know, my my family has a has a history of this, that or the other. Well, you know what? And I, I, I use her because, uh, you know, she meant a tremendous amount to me. So I'm going to tell you again. My grandmother had rheumatic fever when she was 14 years old. She was in bed for a solid year. Okay. She didn't go to school. She didn't do anything. She was in bed. She was told because it did such damage to her heart, she would never live to see 50. She died just shy of her 85th birthday. Wow. This was this was a child of the Depression. Her parents didn't live into their 60s. Her sisters, her brothers didn't live into their 80s. She died just shy of her 85th birthday and had a damaged, severely damaged heart for almost 70 years. So I know that there are people out there saying, oh, well, yeah, I've got, you know, I've got this, I've got that. I promise you, you don't know. Because with modern medicine, with technology, and we're having breakthroughs every single day, you have to make sure that you're not selling yourself short. Because what happens in the event you do have a longer life than you anticipate? I mean, you could literally need 30 years of income, and that wouldn't be a stretch. So <clears throat> for those of you who are planning on your own, Tony, you know what I would recommend? They need to plan for a minimum of age 90 or beyond. Uh, what else do you have for us? What's another stat out there that you think some people will go, wow? You know what I'm I'm really actually very encouraged by is uh, for years and years and years, the the four percent rule people, you know, in our industry, retirement planners, et cetera. We have been touting the four percent rule saying, you know what, you can do this, you can do this. And, and in some some sequence of returns, you can. OK, the four percent rule is a good rule of thumb for a target, but it does not always mean it's going to work out that way. But what a lot of people don't understand about the 4% rule is they're, they're looking at it as money they can spend, right? They're not looking, <clears throat> excuse me. They're not looking at this as a, as a target for gross. They're looking at it as spendable. And that's going to be an issue because if, if you think about it, what is the largest asset baby boomers have next to their home? It's their, their IRA, their 401k, their pre-tax account. So right now we're in unseasonably low tax rates. And I've already told you many times on the show, if you have not started to develop your tax plan, you are going to regret it one day. And I will, I will hate to say that I told you so, but I told you so. There is a real window of opportunity right now because if you really analyze your situation, you could probably make a significant amount of improvement just through taxation going forward. Because remember, by 2026, tax the current Tax Cuts and Jobs Act is going to expire if nothing's done. Congress is good at doing nothing. Uh, and then after <laughs> yes, that, after that, if you you know if you take the first next five to six years, it will literally make a difference for the next 30 years. But let's get back to the four percent rule. The four percent rule. Think about it, Tony. If you if you really put some thought into it, that means if you have five hundred thousand dollars, you can only take out twenty thousand dollars a year over and above. Uh, or, or on on your retirement account to live and pay bills. That's twenty grand. But 
what happens if you're paying a 10% or a 12% rate on that 20? That means instead of you having 20,000, you may only have 16 to 18,000. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, so you've got to take in Uncle Sam's consideration, but I really read this statistic that followed this up and I thought this was this is this is kind of challenging, right? And and unfortunately, we just have to face the facts. The a lot of the retirees, the average retiree According to a Fidelity study, and uh, there was actually a study back in 2016, says Retirement Confidence Survey, and only 26% of respondents had actually accumulated more than $100,000 for retirement. Wow. 26%. There were, that means 74% of people had less than $100,000 going into retirement. So if you're $100,000, that's only $4,000 a year to not risk running out of money. Do you see where I'm going with this, Tony? I think sometimes we, the little things make a big difference, right? Um, One of the other statistics I found that was really interesting was many people, whenever they're thinking about uh, their retirement, one of the things that they don't take into consideration is longevity, but it's also the impact of inflation and taxes over time. Because as we age, we're gonna need what? We're gonna need more money, all right? In most cases, you're gonna need more money to provide the same or a standard of living close to where you are right now. Well, as you age, and it goes back to taxes, if you don't go ahead and plan now, as you need more money, what happens as you earn more? you pay more taxes, right? Mm-hmm. So if you are in the the category of, you know, less than 250,000 or less than a million dollars of of retirement assets, you need to start thinking about a tax plan because that's something you can actually control. Can we control what the market does? No. No. You know, a lot of people and and I, you know, I, I hate to say this, but we're still they're still living off 2017. Because the market had a great 2017, but guess what? Then we had 2018, and now we're just getting back to 2017 levels about 18 months later. Yeah, you know, don't don't think that we're gonna have you know the the Trump train uh, every single year. That's not gonna happen. And if it doesn't happen, you know, the years where you're earning 15, 10, 15, 20 percent on your assets, can you take out you know eight or nine percent? Probably, maybe you can. But what happens in the next year whenever the market's down 5 or 10% or your account's down 5 or 10% and you try to take out that 8%? That means you're going to have to dig out of an 18% hole, not a 10% hole. Tony, does that make sense? Is is this yeah. is this yeah, resonating at all because I'll be honest, it really gets me it gets my it gets my my juices flowing cuz <laughs> I I just I I really cannot I cannot express enough how passionate I am about guys, I don't care. I don't care what your plan is, but you've got to have a plan. A good plan will beat a perfect plan all day long because guess what does not exist? A perfect plan. There is no yeah. perfect plan. You all you can do is plan for but what you have. But there are good plans. But you can create a good plan. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's just to me that is the crux of why we do what we do, Tony, is you know, can we predict what the market's going to do? No. Can we can we uh, uh, plan for every single piece of legislative risk out there? No. no, but what we can do is we can we can take the the situation as it exists. We can take your situation and say, okay, 
These are your goals and objectives. This is what is going to give you the best probability of success. But, you know, your probability of success may be 90, 95 percent. You know what? If you were given the option of having no plan to fix an illness or the doctor said, hey, if you get if you get on this table, I'll give you a 90 to 95 percent chance of success. Tony, would you get on? Would you get under the gas at that point? <laughs> well, yeah, absolutely. Because you know what? What's the alternative? You don't have any plan and you just kind of let everything metastasize and and just eat you up. No, you need no. to have a plan for how you're going to address some of these challenges because it, you can't use the ostrich, ostrich approach. You have to plan because they're not going to go away just because you stick your head in the sand. You got to have a plan. Yeah. Yeah, you have to have a plan. I think that's key. And a lot of these stats are pretty amazing. I mean, and you have to think about that. I mean, obviously, if you're pulling money out of your accounts and they're all tied to stocks and the stock market drops 10% and you're still pulling money out, uh, wow, it's going to take you a long time, like you said, to catch back up. And if you're you in never, You'll never catch back up. Yeah, you won't do it. Yeah. I mean, because you, you think about it and and most people, I, I hate to say this, most people do not think about the, the ebbs and flows. Uh, I, I see this all the time. I see people say, oh, well, I'm just going to assume a safe, a safe growth rate and a safe withdrawal rate. My safe growth rate is going to be 6%. Okay. Here's why I think that might be challenging going forward. How many times do we average 6% on an, on a regular basis? Never. We're never, we're never, you're never going to earn exactly 6% every single year. It's not going to happen. There's going to be years that your account's going to be up 10, 12, 15. There's going to be years where your account's going to be down 5, 10, 20, or even in 2008, maybe 30. There's going to be years like this year where, you know, you're going to be up 15 or 20, but you're never going to earn six. And the impact of those negative years is so great and is so tremendous that if you fail to plan for those, that's going to hurt. Because if you're down and the market, let's say, like I said, you're down 10% of the market, you take 8% income. You're down, you're now down 18%. So the following year, just to break back even, you're going to have to earn what? 23, 24% just to break even if you don't take any income. Wow. That's amazing. Is that crazy? Yeah, that's crazy. And, and that's that's why I think it's so impactful to go ahead and we have to plan for the volatility so that that way, if it comes, that we are already prepared. If it does not come, guess what? That probably means you'll just end in a better situation or end with more assets to leave to your heirs. Either way, if you're right, you're or if you're wrong, you're right. And if you're right, you're right. But if you plan for just five or six percent, just because you think it's a safe growth rate, you're probably going to be disappointed, and you may see your account balance zero before your blood pressure does. <laughs> yeah, you don't want your account to reach zero before your blood pressure does. Yeah, that's a good. I always like that one. And now we're almost out of time for today's show. It just flew by. So one more time before we go today, let our listeners know about that special offer they have. Absolutely, Tony. There are people sitting out there right now listening to the sound of my voice that have been just just toiling away and just thinking about, you know, what am I going to do? How am I going to do it? How am I going to retire? And all I can tell you, folks, is if you don't have a plan, 
I don't know that that peace of mind is ever going to come. But if the plan is something you're missing, that's something we can help you with. Be happy to sit down, give you a second opinion, a consultation at no expense. 877-269-0839. Give us a call and get that peace of mind that you've been looking for. Thank you for listening to Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Travis at CFG Wealth Management. Call 877-269-0839 or visit them online at navigatingretirementradio.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by CFG Wealth Management LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Georgia. Insurance products and services are offered through TL Chance Inc., an affiliated company. CFG Wealth Management LLC and TL Chance Inc. are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.